Welcome to Living an Ultra Life podcast. I'm extremely excited to have a race director here in the Hampton Roads, Virginia area who is putting on some fantastic races, Karen Sanzo. And I'm going to go ahead and let Karen introduce herself to you all. Hi, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I love listening to it and I'm thrilled to be able to come on here and talk about the events that I've been hosting. Um, Just a little bit about me. So in the non-racing world, I am a professor of educational leadership at Old Dominion University. And I am born and raised in this area. I went to school in Hampton and I went to my undergrad at William & Mary and I have the good fortune of working now at Old Dominion University. And I just love being in this area and supporting the racers in the Hampton Roads area, as well as Virginia and in other states. And you're also a runner pretty good in your own right. So let's let's not forget <laughs> about that. So how did you get into running and how did it morph into this amazing community we call ultra running? Yeah, sure. So. I started running about eight years ago. And before eight years ago, I hated running. I didn't understand why people ran. I would go to the gym, but I never went on the treadmill. I would do the recumbent bike or the elliptical and do weights. And, you know, I'm there and I would look at runners and think they're either crazy or runners out on the street, because if you go in one direction, you have to go back home. And I just, I didn't get it. But then my kids, my, my two boys got into soccer and going to soccer practices and travel soccer. And there wasn't an opportunity for me to be a mom and to work and to go to soccer and work out. So I reluctantly started running and (laughs) (laughs) it was really difficult at first. And uh, eventually I came home and I remember telling my husband, wasn't sure I could do it. And he said, well, you're probably going too fast because I would get all of the side stitches. And So I slowed down and then all of a sudden I could run and it was amazing and enjoyable and I just loved it. Awesome. Um, So favorite race that you've run. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, it's, it's very difficult to decide a favorite race. So I'm going to tell you two. Uh, my, the first one is mountain masochist and that is a 50 miler in the mountains of Virginia. I have run that one three times. I have a love hate relationship with it. I will tell you it is amazingly well organized. The atmosphere is great. Uh, it, it tests your limits and it's just a fun, challenging, tough, tough race. And the other one is the 24 hour run for cancer right here where I live in Hampton. It is uh, an amazing fundraiser. The community is wonderful. And I just, I look forward to that and, and being with my running friends out there running loops at Sandy Bottom Nature Park. <laughs> Yeah. And I believe that's where I first met you was at the November, 2020, 24 hour, which was my first 24 hour. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That was a different time of year for it too. Um, Yeah, that's right. It was middle of the night. I think we ran like one lap together and you told me about (laughs) what you were doing and yeah. And you had said that you we're thinking about this, it's just a training run and race directing thing at the time. And, and I was pretty excited about that. So we'll transition over there. So you've, how many ultra races do you think you've run? Oh, goodness. I think around 27, 28 ultras. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you've got, you've got quite a few miles on you. That's awesome. Yes. 
Yes, I've done everything from a 50K to a 100 miler. I guess I could go to 200 miles. I'm not sure about that. But you could come out uh, and run Sanger to Cristo next year with me. Yeah. Out in Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. A little little 200 miler. No big deal. Right. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) They have sleep tents there, right? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, they do. So, and it's going to be pretty um, elevation. So, technical trail on the Rainbow Trail. It'll be a blast. Looking forward to it. So, how did you? decide to get into race directing and where did this come from? Yeah. So it originated when I needed just a training run for Rocky Raccoon hundred miler in January, 2020. And I was looking for races that I could go to because I needed to get about a 50 K about a month before my hundred miler. And I couldn't locate any in January. And I thought, well, in my professional career, I organize events. So why not organize my own race? And so this was the just show up, it's for free, bring some food items. And of course, for me, I couldn't just leave it at that. I I got donations, everybody who ran left with some sort of prize and everybody was so happy. And it was just so much fun that when the pandemic hit, and races were shutting down, I thought, you know, I I think I can do this. And I reached out to the park and they said, yeah, you can come out and host the event there. And so January, 2021, I hosted the second Sandy Bottom eight hour and looked a little bit different. You know, everybody was running with masks on, but everybody still had fun. Everybody went with prizes and and I thought, well, I can scale this up. And I, you know, it's just like when you get the running bug, you get into 5Ks, and you want to run all those 5Ks. And as you go farther, I, I have gotten that race directing bug, I think. Okay. Now, I've run a couple of your events and I love them. So they're, they're oh, absolutely a blast. So anybody that's in the Hampton Roads area and you're looking for a really fun atmosphere and just a taste of how to get into the ultra running community, Karen puts on a bunch of different timed races. And they're just, they're really incredible, but I don't want you, you have a different vibe to your races and it seems like it's intentional. Can you talk a little bit about what it is you're trying to create in your races and in the race community? Yeah, sure. So I, I want to make events that are inclusive to everyone where regardless of your starting point in running or walking, because these are timed endurance events. So you can go out and you can run and you can walk and it's, it's allowing people to test their own personal limits, to have fun, to have low stress. Because I find when I'm running my best races is when I'm not stressed, when I feel that everybody's on my team and that I am out on the course and I see people that I know, even if I don't know them, they come up, but they're smiling and happy and they're enthusiastic. And I, I am really looking to do that with my own events. I, I want people to come out and feel like it's family from the beginning and that we know them, even if we've never met before. And again, just allowing people to accomplish whatever it is they want to accomplished. And, and that's why I think I love timed events because you don't have that. I've got to run a certain number of miles and a certain amount of time and, and being really stressed over it. And I think that these types of events are 
open and it's a great entry point for anybody. Of course, you can come out and run 60 plus miles like we had in June with our with our winner at the Windsor Castle 10 hour. Um, but that's okay. You know, I've gone out to timed events and I, I've decided maybe a half marathon is what I want to do. And that's perfectly fine. Yeah. So now I, I want to kind of stick on the timed event thing because it is a totally different vibe. So I'm a back of the pack runner. I don't possess a speed button, although I did just crank out an 818 mile this afternoon. So, you know, <laughs> I, I was I was really excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever crank out another one, but it was it was kind of fun to crank one out and go, oh, so that's what speed feels like. But um, <laughs> so I'm a back of the pack runner. And when I do, you know, point to point races or out and back races that have cutoffs, it does get stressful. And so timed events are really an incredible opportunity, like you said, to come out and just take the stress away and just do what we love doing, which is run. And so you're doing some different stuff with the timed events because you've got an eight hour, a 10 hour. So what is it? You're filling a need and, <laughs> and I feel like there's a direction that you're going. So I'm just curious as to... Where is it's just a training run going from here? You know, that's a great question. I think I am in the unconventional timed event niche right now. I did have somebody ask me, well, why are you doing a 10 hour? And my response back was, well, why not? It's, it's kind of different. I and love I think that answer. Too, <laughs> yeah. For people who are looking for personal records, it's a new opportunity to say, I achieved this in a such and such amount of time. I am interested in kind of pushing the boundaries of what those timed events are, are looking like. I'm exploring a couple different locations here in the Hampton Roads area and a little bit outside of it. I'm I'm really interested in hosting events at places where they haven't been held before. And, and one of the things I like to do with this is to introduce the running community to different places or places where maybe it's that hidden secret, that gem that runners have to allow other runners the opportunity to come and experience it as well. And sometimes with the timing as well, you know, it kind of, you have to work within the boundaries of what the location allows you. You know, um, I'm just excited to see what might be on the horizon as I plan a couple more events. There's a park that's never had one of these events held before that's kind of near here. I'm kind of keeping that close to the vest until all of the details are ironed out. So I'm looking forward to that as well. But we'll see how these timed events kind of play out in the upcoming years. Awesome. So let's talk about the next event that you've got sure. coming on. So let's talk a little bit about Get Outside 8 Hour. Where is it? Can people still sign up? And there's something unique about this that you've done, again, to kind of tweak interest. Yeah. So it, it talk a little bit about this upcoming race. Yeah, sure. So absolutely. You can still sign up. You can look for Get Outside 8 Hour on ultra sign up, or you can go to trainingrun.org, which is my website, and you can find details there as well. And this is a companion race to the June Windsor Castle 10 hour. And they're both held at Windsor Castle Park in Smithfield, Virginia. And the November race is going to be run in the opposite direction of the June race. So it'll give people 
a little different experience at a park. And I can guarantee you having gone out and run this course many times, it is absolutely a different event run in the opposite direction. So I think people are going to really have a, a nice time. And it's the Saturday after Thanksgiving. It is located in a lovely town in Smithfield, Virginia. So, you know, you can bring crew along. They can go out and shop local Saturday and have go. a really nice, yeah, have a great time there. And it's from eight to four. And if you're not tired from running, there's still more shopping out there, but it's, it's just a lovely community too. Part of the reason why I love being out there in Smithfield is they just welcome us with open arms. It's, it's a great, it's a great place. Okay, so talk a little bit about the team relay that you added to this run, because we oh, haven't yeah. done this before. So this is new. It, it is, it is. So I actually added two things. So one was, and you know, as a race director, I'm learning. And I will say too, I welcome feedback. And I believe that we only improve our events or anything that we do from a process of continuous improvement and getting feedback from people who are involved in what we're doing. And so after the race in June, I asked runners for feedback and I received lots of great ideas and, and tips and uh, people really wanted age group awards. So as a new race director, I went, oh yeah, so that's a good idea. So we're going to have age group awards for ranges under 20 and then in, in decade, you know, ranges and for men and women top three for each, but then also folding in a team event. So you can form a team up to six people and everybody gets to run as many miles as they want. So instead of doing a typical relay event, everybody gets to go at their own pace and their speed and we will tally all of their miles and the top three teams will get some fun swag. And again, just what I really am looking forward to is all of these groups being together and kind of their tent enclaves as they set up. It was super fun to see groups in June and how we, I think one, one tent city almost had 18 people underneath the same tent. That was wild. And so I'm looking forward to seeing what these teams are going to come up with in November. Yeah. I, I'll tell you <laughs> that's that, to me, part of what makes ultra running awesome is the ultra running community. And at a timed mm -hmm. event, if people haven't gone out to a timed event before, one of the most unique things is that you're always coming back to your aid. You're always coming back to a point and that's where the village is. And so uh, for those who missed this week's podcast, if society were more like the ultra running community, my goodness, would we be living in a much better society? Because quite honestly, if you come out and you're part of the ultra, you come out to the eight hour, even if you're not running, this is my invite to everybody, come out on, on November 27th, even if you're not running, Karen can always, you know, you can go trot the course and pick up trash. You can just hang out at the aid station and observe because what you're going to learn is this is a community where people aren't trying to beat the snot out of each other. People are encouraging people. The 10 hour event was awesome because it was a week before I went out to Wyoming and participated in the Bighorn Mountain Run. But um, it was awesome. And, and I wasn't sure how many miles I was gonna do at 10 hours. I had more people encourage me at the 10 hour event to just keep on you know, smashing, to keep on going after it. And it was just a blast and a lot of fun. So I'm, I'm gonna tell people, if you're, if, you're not, if you're not ready to go run this, come out November 27th and check this out because I guarantee you'll sign up and you'll want to get involved in one of Karen's races. <laughs> and so Karen, tell us 2022, you've got some really unique and different stuff going on. And so kind of 
go through 2022, what people can do to get involved with It's Just a Training Run. And then I want you to add one thing. Why should people run a It's Just a Training Run race? Okay, sure, certainly. So I will go through what I currently have out in public. And uh, so hopefully we'll have one or two more that are adding on to it. But we're going to launch in January with the third running of the Sandy Bottom eight hour. And it's a fun 3.75 mile loop. And we'll have a stock aid station. And that's in Hampton, Virginia from eight in the morning to four in the evening. And uh, I have folded in good finisher swag and homemade metal. So every one of my races, I have a homemade metal that you're going to get. And uh, I can attest my garage is full of my metal production. So these are wooden medallions. Um, and then moving on to February, I'm so excited about this. We are going to have a women's running and wellness weekend. And it's the weekend of the of February 18th. And it's going to be in Williamsburg, Virginia. We still have, uh, I think, seven or eight more slots available. Um, small group of women that are going to be about 20. And it's a whole weekend starting off uh, with a run through Colonial Williamsburg. And I have uh, three different run leads. So it, we will make sure that regardless of your pace, you're going to be in a group, no drop training runs. And we have different mileage available for everybody. Uh, Friday night, we're going to hear from Sika Henry, who is just a phenomenal runner in the area. She is the first African-American professional female triathlete. And I, she's just an amazing person and has a lovely story and journey. And it'll be wonderful to hear from her. And then Saturday, we have a training run or there's a local half if you want to run in that. We're going to have a women's self-defense class. Maria Peters is going to host a yoga for runners. Then we're going to have another evening with Heather Hamilton, who's going to talk about running health conversation topics. So she's a physical therapist at ODU, and it's just going to be a great food and dinner and listening from her. And then Sunday, we'll have another training run. And then in May, we have a really interesting event coming up for those of you that are familiar with Backyard Ultras. I'm going to be hosting one starting the weekend, starting May 14th. Who knows when it's going to end? These are last person standing events. And we will field about 45 runners out in Wakefield at the Airfield Conference Center. And really quickly, a last person standing event is where you have one hour to run about a 4.1 mile course. There's a daytime and a nighttime loop. And every hour you have to run this loop. And it, it is essentially down to the last person who's running. So because it'll give you a hundred miles every 24 hours. This is gonna be, I think, uh, a fun event, a wild event. I am so excited to see how far people are gonna go. And then in June, we will have, and I think it's the 11th, I need to look at that in my calendar, but I think it's the 11th, the Windsor Castle 10 hour again in Smithfield. And uh, definitely, I hope to see you all out there. And then in October, we will have Joe's night run at the Hamptons. This is a special event that's near and dear to my heart. My father passed away in August and I was able to create an event. We ran the first one in October, running on the cart path at the Hamptons golf course. It's the only place with hills in Hampton. And uh, it's, it's an 11 hour night run. And this is a scholarship event. This past year, we were able to raise $2,200 for a scholarship for a graduating senior. So I'm excited to see how much money we can raise for a senior next year. 
And then we've already got the Saturday after November committed at Windsor Castle Park again for the Get Outside 8 Hour. And uh, you should be seeing a couple other events coming out as well. And so why, why run just a training run? I, you know, I circle back to it is an inclusive running community where you're going to come out. And even if you've never participated in an ultra before, or frankly, in a race, you're going to feel like you belong. You're going to feel like you can achieve your running or your walking distance goals. You're going to do it in a supportive environment. We've got great food. We have great aid. We have great people. And it's going to be fun. That's my goal to make it fun and inclusive and supportive. And, you know, I will say, I think all of the ultras I've run have that vibe, but I, I do think that this is uh, just an amazing community that has started to come and be a part of just a training run. And, and I really believe that you would absolutely love it. Awesome. Awesome. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, I have loved every race that I have done with Karen. Probably one of the most unique race directors that I have met. And I've been around the ultra running community since 2014. I just did my 40th ultra. Oh, congratulations. What the heck was that? Two weeks ago, one week ago. I don't know. I got another one this week. So yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I love, I love running and love running ultras. And I love getting to know race directors and watching them take something that is just a passion and turn it into a place where people can get involved and be part of community. And I think that you do it phenomenally well. And I think it's so important in today's time that we do create inclusive communities where people, doesn't matter what your background is, doesn't matter you know where you're coming from, doesn't matter if you're born with the silver spoon or you're born on the wrong side of the tracks, doesn't matter if you were a runner before, because there's a lot of people who get involved in these type of events who weren't runners before. And that's why I think they're really, really unique. And I will say that Karen is doing it right. So the way that she is approaching this with the affordability of the races and the ability to just sign up and come see what you can do, I would urge anybody to get out there, sign up on Ultra Sign Up, look for It's Just a Training Run, and you will find some awesome races. Give your website one more time because that's actually probably one of the easier ways than going to Ultra Sign Up to, to find races and get more information. And then you can actually sign up on Ultra Sign Up. So give your website one more time. Sure. It is um, trainingrun.org. There you go. Two words, Perfect. trainingrun and then it's .org. Yep. That, should, that should be an easy one to find. Yeah. Even yeah. for people like me who are technologically <laughs> challenged. So, yeah. So, Karen, I'm going to let you end with just sort of a free form. Talk about ultra running. It's just a training run. Anything that you want to end with that you think people should know about Karen Sanzo and it's just a training run. Yeah, well, I go back to getting feedback and having input. I think that races grow and we grow by hearing from what people want. Any ideas I would love to hear. And I think you'll see that as the races have evolved, that I strive to be responsive to what the runners want, because it's really all about you all. And what you're hoping to achieve, the places where you'd like to run. Uh, I, you know, I like swag, the swag you'd like to get, um, the types of things you want to eat out on the course, the type of support. And so please feel free to reach out to me to give me your ideas and I'll bring you on board because one of the other things that I try to do is I try to also support 
small businesses like mine as a part of just a training run. Um, some of my neighbors down the street have become my shirt vendors and some of the swag suppliers. Uh, there's someone local with Phoenix Physical Therapy in Smithfield who is helping support the race. My good friend Casey is the graphic designer. and But it, it's not just um, them helping me, it's me helping them, putting them out in front, supporting them. And so if you'd like to be a part of it, I'd love for you to come on board as well because I think we all get stronger by working together and building community. And I think that's what Just a Training Run is all about. Awesome. Well, Karen, thank you so much for being a guest on Living an Ultra Life. I cannot wait for this to air and see you know, just how it affects the community here in Hampton Roads because you're doing amazing things. And I really appreciate you taking the step to create It's Just a Training Run and continuing to let your dream grow. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate this. You betcha. You have a good one, Karen. Thank you. Okay, thanks. Well, that's it for this week's edition of Living an Ultra Life. I hope you guys have really enjoyed the interview with Karen Sanzo of It's Just a Training Run. If you're looking to sign up for one of It's Just a Training Run's runs, you can go on to ultrasignup.com and in the search button, just type in It's Just a Training Run and all the runs will pop up. You won't be disappointed in running one of these races. Next month, we'll be interviewing a local ultra runner who's putting his mark on the ultra running community, and I guarantee you it is going to be a fun interview, so look forward to that coming up in December. That's it for Living an Ultra Life.